Hello, welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast. My name is Hank, I'm your host, and this week is going to be a little bit different. I was going to have a guest on and she is sick, so you know what we're going to do? Some host stories. I also asked unpopular opinions, if people wanted advice. I did a bunch of different questionnaires on my Instagram, and then I told people to submit host stories to my email. And if you ever want to submit a story for the podcast, my email is at thehankypankypodcast at gmail.com. I read every single submission. I think they are hilarious. I guess I'll start. I only got a couple submissions, but I'll start with the one I just saw. My host story goes a little something like this, okay? (laughs) When I was getting ready to leave for college, I came to the realization that I was going to start university as an 18-year-old virgin. Nothing wrong with that, you know what I mean? Embarrassed, I concocted a plan to lose my V-card before I left. I had a small crush on a coworker, and I knew he felt the same, so we planned to match at his place. I drove up to his place at midnight, and while he was going down on me, someone began banging on his door. Being the nosy person I am, I followed behind him. I got dressed beforehand, I promise. Don't worry. I'm not mad. It's fine. I like when people like in their stories tell me like, no, I promise it was like this. It's like, I'm not judging you. It was a guy yelling at him for selling him a bad batch. Listen, stop fucking drug dealers. Okay. I promise it's not worth it. Well, everything was going down, I accidentally made eye contact with the angry dude, and I realized he was my old calculus tutor. (laughs) We began chatting up, and after the issue was resolved, my coworker was in a bad mood, and his attitude killed my lady boner. Of course. I decided to grab my stuff, run to tutor, and ask if we could hang out. He said yes, and I followed him to his apartment. We didn't make it back inside. I gave him my virginity in the back of his truck, in his apartment parking lot (laughs) okay but the best part is the last sentence of this is this we're now married and in the process of building our first home okay romance listen sometimes being a hoe i hate the quote like can't turn a hoe into a housewife or whatever hoes actually you're not a hoe i'm using this as an example okay having sex with someone for fun is not being a hoe but people who are hoes myself included Make the most loyal partners because we communicate a lot. And also, if we're dating you for free, you know we love you, okay? So, hoes do make good housewives. Also, that's a romantic story. I feel like you should somehow allude to that in your vows. Did you? I need an update, please. I always want to know, like, people will tell me stories and then I'm like, but how did this end? You know what I mean? Like, if someone walked in on you having sex, like, what was the after story? Let's go to Instagram. This is people asking for advice. I said, I'll give you unsolicited advice. Also, I am not qualified, okay? So take everything I say with a grain of salt. Here we go. I just got my cat fixed, and she's obviously not having a good time. How do I help? I got Monkey, my hairless cat, fixed, and she had the zoomies, and it was actually terrifying because I was like, you're gonna rip your stitches like she was jumping on things and I was crying and I was like please stop moving I just gave her extra love I bought a little cat heated blanket and I let her sleep on that I got her they have these cat um onesies so you don't have to wear a cone I feel like cats don't like a sensory cone like that's a lot just be sweet cats are strong little animals and like I was so scared that I don't know my cat was in pain or whatever they heal pretty easily as long as you're just gentle with her and give her love 
how do I ask a girl I like on a date? Oh, wait, how do I tell a girl I like her or ask her on a date? The thing about girls is like, I don't know, in in a sapphic, like, lesbian situation, telling a girl, like, when I look at you, like, I get butterflies or, like, you know, you're a gorgeous person. I mean, obviously, like, compliments about physical appearance, appearance are, like, pretty shallow, but being genuine in your attraction towards someone, the way they react will give you a lot. Like, body language, paying attention, like, is she leaning towards you when you talk to her? You know, if if someone's moving closer to you in a conversation, they're attracted to you, they like the vibe, whatever you want to call it, just make sure, (laughs) this is the only thing I'm always scared of is, like, when I give advice, because definitely I've talked to people who I don't have a crush on, and, like, they think I have a crush on them, and then I'm like, fuck, uh, this is awkward. You can normally tell if someone likes you. If you know, if she's she's picking up what you're putting down, nothing you're going to say is going to be wrong. I think being confident is one of the sexiest fucking things in the entire world. And to go up to her and be like, hey, I want to take you out. Like, get ready. Be ready by eight. I'll pick you up. Like, that's hot. Like, that is, that's everything a girl wants and more. Like, decisiveness and being like, you're hot, basically. Like, by by saying, I want you to get ready. I want to pick you up, like, set out some time for me. It's just very assertive, and, like, right away you'll know if someone wants to do that. Now, listen, if she's like, oh, I'm busy, whatever, you shot your shot, it's not that embarrassing because it was a cute way to shoot your shot. Just try. I mean, rejection is a part of life, right? Like, it is embarrassing to shoot your shot, and then they're like, "Mm, whatever. But if anything, it's adding to the villain arc, and you'll get hotter. You know what I mean? Also, I feel like I can hear my... My voice sounds a little fucked up. I have mad allergies right now. What are some red flags to look for when talking slash dating someone? Mm, If they immediately flip their phone over when they get a notification, like especially if you just meet them, so you obviously don't know who's messaging them. If they quickly are like and flip their phone over, it's a red flag for sure. And like I post porn online, so when I open a social media I actually I wouldn't open a social media on a date with someone because I know that there's gonna be porn on it so actually I still stand if they are really secretive also if I don't know how to explain this but like you know when you know someone is doing a small lie about something that doesn't fucking matter like a tiny lie like oh yesterday I did this and you know they didn't do that I always think that's a red flag because if they're comfortable in lying about small things what's going to happen when you're deep into a relationship and they're comfortable to lie about big things if that makes any sense there's a lot of different red flags mostly for me like I really really notice when people are not authentic and I don't like that because if someone can easily lie and be sketchy like they will manipulate you later on and like I think I'm a victim of loving love bombing because that's what I'm most comfortable with. I've dated a lot of narcissists and now I'm paranoid of it. If someone's like upset, not giving me a lot of time, time is not a red flag, but talking about what they want to give me or what they want to buy me or blah, 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 or doing these things. Like I find that to be a red flag because it's like, I want to spend time with you. I love quality time. You know, I love acts of service. Like I don't need money and if you notice someone is like overcompensating it's for their lack of actual things they can bring to the table and that's really hard because as someone who likes 
I love to be wanted. So when someone's love bombing me, I'm like, wait, this is kind of fun. Like, this is a good time. I'm getting attention. I'm getting gifts. I'm getting love. In the long run, it's just to trap you in and give you a false sense of what the relationship actually is. It's never going to be like that again. I'm going on a rant, but there's so many red flags. I don't know, someone who actively dislikes Taylor Swift. Now, I'm not a huge, huge, huge Swifty, but I have noticed a, I mean, I like Taylor Swift a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm not saying that's my whole personality. I just noticed that people who, like, full on shit on Taylor Swift where they're like, I fucking hate Taylor Swift. Most men who do that are misogynist and you can't change my mind. Same for people who actively are like, Beyonce's overrated, racist, fully and misogynistic all the people who make that their personality i swear to god hate women i swear to fucking god one of my uncles hates taylor swift so much and i swear i'm just like you hate women like i can hear it in your voice i don't know why that just came in my head i swear though if you meet a man who says i hate taylor swift with their full chest do not fucking date them okay just don't even do it I struggle with managing money too. What are some things that have helped you? Well, I'm doing no spend November right now. I mean, some of the days I've spent money, I won't lie to you, but all in all, it's making me realize the correlation between buying things and self-care. Like I always assume that when I feel bad or I'm bored or I'm sad, I'm upset, I'm mad, whatever it is, I think overcompensating with buying myself gifts is self-care. That makes no sense, right? Because objectively, spending money is instant gratification, right? In the longevity of our lives, one little toy treat is not going to fix my anxiety and my depression. But I have somehow Pavlov trained myself. Like, I, I don't know if everyone knows what Pavlov, like the one who would give people, or people, would give dogs food and ring a bell and eventually train the dogs over time to have their mouth salivate when they just rang a bell. It's basically trained behavior. And so I don't know when that happened, but I somehow Pavlov myself into when I'm upset, I get a treat. Don't know when that happened, but it did. And what I'm learning with taking a break, and I think it's like taking a detox from anything, right? Like taking a social media detox or a phone break or whatever it is, is, is you realize when you depend on that the most. And for me, I spend money the most when I am unhappy with myself. And to look at that and realize that I am looking for external things to fill an internal void, right? Like I want validation from monetary items like I want a little treat hot girls deserve a little treat the thing with that is is it's like I can't feel better if the only way I'm fixing a problem is by spending money it's another form of self-harm and it's a less bad form of self-harm I'm more than happy to buy something than to do drugs do not get me wrong but at what point can I excuse myself from this behavior by just saying it's self-care what has helped me the most is taking a break and what I would suggest to anyone who severely struggles with money, now listen, not everyone can take a break from spending money. I get that. Especially like if you have a family, there's so many other factors. I'm privileged enough to have an apartment where I can stay and I don't have to spend nightly income on getting a room or, you know, paying gas in my car if I live in it. Like I really, really understand that. But if you have the means to be able to take a break for a week, you will realize when and which you want to spend money. And for me, I also find when I'm around people at a social thing, 
I'm not good at saying, oh, I'm not going to have that. I'm very gluttonous. Like if we're at a restaurant, I'm not going to be like, I have leftovers at home because to me that feels embarrassing. It's not, it's totally not. If someone said that to me, I would be like, oh my God, that's amazing. But for me, I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's all ego, right? Taking a break for a week and realizing when you want to spend money will give you a little bit of a heightened awareness for yourself. I see I'm on like day 28 or whatever. And I think five of the days I spent money. Um, and most of it was at Target when I would be like, oh, I need to get one thing. Then I'd be like, oh, I deserve this little treat, whatever. But when I am bored is when I go and I get at, like I will click on ads when I'm bored. Cause I'm like, hmm, what is this little croc ad? Click on it. Never in my life do I want to wear sparkling rainbow crocs but when i'm bored i'm like but i think this could be fun and that hit of dopamine buying something makes me feel excited about life for a second so something i've been trying to do is meditate more which i hate when people tell me meditation will fix my problems but having a second of clarity with yourself and taking a pause on life is really fucking helpful spirituality is the one thing that makes me feel better all the time there's no crashing there's no whatever a plateau like a straight line across of spirituality will keep me sane throughout my life i am very anxious i am very hyperactive i like to always do things always having to sit with myself is fucking hard it's the same reason i love alcohol the same reason i love weed drugs anything that got me outside of myself shopping is another addiction you know there are so many things i can be addicted to people places things anything in the fucking world you take away my alcohol you take away my drugs i'm still a fucking addict and shopping gives me that hit in my brain the same way drugs did and the only thing that's helping it is to sit with my fucking self and be like i am okay doing affirmations meditating reading a book you like i started binge watching the blacklist on netflix i fucking love that show I think I'm on season five. I don't know. Do things that you like. Branch out. Because I find in the capitalistic world that like most things are tied to money, right? You go out to eat. You spend money. You go to a friend's birthday. You're buying a gift. I don't know. Everything ever. You know, even the fucking clean girl aesthetic. It's like 75 new products. So you're making me spend money to be clean. Everything is rebranded in capitalism as a new fun thing. And it really just is spending money. What happened to fucking playing outside? right like and as an adult I forget that like the small wonders of taking a fucking walk (laughs) you know calling a friend you haven't talked to in forever journaling romanticizing your life walking through the street with headphones on whatever fucking music you like I like to listen to the worst music possible literally like something that if I played on a speaker someone would be like what the fuck and I just pretend everyone's in love with me when they walk by me once I'm done with that, I feel fucking full. My health meter, like it's a video game, my health meter is at 100, okay? I'm not sure this is helpful at all. It's still something I'm working on, and I think as long as I reward myself with spending money, it's going to be a habit that is so hard to turn around. But again, it doesn't, you don't need to spend money to have self-care. You don't need to do that, right? Taking a shower, I don't know, putting your fucking feet on the grass, getting grounded, praying to the universe, looking at the full moon, thanking your body for all it does. The small things that I take for granted are the things that fill me up. And money and spending money, 
Yes, it's fun. And I hate when people say money doesn't buy happiness. Money fucking buys the opportunity to buy happiness. I don't care what anyone fucking says. I would rather be sad with money than sad without it. And that doesn't mean people who are rich don't have problems. But like in the world we live in, money is freedom. Money is privilege. And so like the way in which to be happy without it is to be happy with yourself, right? If there's no external values, if there's no external factors, I guess is what I mean to say internally if you feel at peace money will not make you feel better now that is kind of bullshit because I don't even believe it because when I make more money I am a happier person sad it's very fucking sad but it's the truth and what I'm really trying to work on is I don't know just not rewarding myself that's all I'm doing the things that have helped me is tracking it writing down things my therapist always wants me to write down she says for a week, write down every single thing you buy, even if it's a $1 fucking candy bar at the register. Write it down and at the end of the week, see what you spend money on. Because a lot of times, the fucking $5 adds up. And I saw a video, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was like $27, 27 something a day is like $10,000 a year, I believe. I don't know. Do the fucking math. I do find, even on the days where I'm like, oh, I didn't spend that much money, I spent some amount of money right? I don't know on what, but on something. And it adds up slowly. And I don't even remember half the things I fucking bought. The amount of things in my junk drawer, little trinkets and whatever. I don't know. I'm going on a tangent again. This is why I cannot film alone because when I have someone else, they keep me, they keep me centered, I guess. Someone asked me beginner anal tips. I, wrong bitch to ask respectfully. That is all my 2023 new year's resolutions. But like, I am not an anal queen. My asshole is fucking tight and it hurts. And anyone that does anal regularly is braver than the fucking troops. And I am so impressed with you. Sorry, you asked the wrong person. I mean, I did get asked, like, why are butt plugs so hard? Do they make softer ones for beginners? What I would say for any sort of butt stuff is to be properly warmed up. Same with people who are really scared of intimacy for vaginas. Any part of the body needs to be warmed up. And I don't mean, like, with the literal heater. I just mean... For anal, you know, butt plugs are cold. Always warm them up in your hand. Normally they're like, they get cold. I don't know what it is. They get cold. They do have silicone ones, I'm pretty sure, which might be softer. That's what you're asking. But warm up in your hands. Get a tiny one. Lubricate it with coconut oil or whatever fucking lube you want. Start off slow and small. The whole thing about anal is patience, right? You want to slowly work your way up to where you don't rip your fucking asshole open okay i've heard so many stories of people on set shitting and bleeding and shitting or whatever be gentle with your ass okay like any man that's listening right now and you put a dick in an asshole you better text whoever you fucked in the ass and say thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to fuck you in the ass it is a treat it deserves to be treated as a treat because it fucking hurts i don't care what anyone says it fucking hurts and yes over time it can get better and if you have a smaller dick it might not hurt as much but it fucking hurts and anyone who takes a dick in their butt is so brave warm your ass up one finger two finger three fingers get a really skinny dildo start with that I would say just making I don't know muscle memory train your body it's also like breathing you need to be like like I can do this affirmations I don't know it fucking hurts I'm getting anxiety thinking about this because I tried to shoot an anal video like two weeks ago and I felt like my asshole was ripping completely open like fully open with shards of glass in it it wasn't but that's for real how it feels 
I got asked this a couple times, um, basically generally like, how can I motivate myself? This person's example was like drinking water, working out, eating, going on walks. I saw this reward system on TikTok and I've never done this. My version of that is to make a to-do list because checking things off makes me feel accomplished. I really think that helps. I don't do it every day, but when I do it, I actually get shit done. I saw they make a little chart, a week chart, Monday, Tuesday. Like, like you know, when you were a kid, I don't know if anyone else, I mean, people probably fucking did this, but like, I would like get chores for certain days and then I would get like a sticker if I did it or something. Kind of that in the adult version. So like drinking a water sticker and like maybe, you know, five stickers is two dollars and maybe you can reward yourself with like at the end of the month if you've hit a certain goal then you can go out to eat at your favorite restaurant kind of rewarding yourself for small things and I don't care that people say like oh you should be able to do those things like doing self-care when you're upset or depressed is fucking hard drinking water some days my piss smells so bad some days when I'm sad and I'm in bed and I forget to have a singular sip of water rewarding yourself for that will eventually get yourself into the routine of it and then it will become a habit making habits is like the best thing to do for me I don't know the exact how long it is to build a habit it's like 20 something days but if I do something for about a month it becomes incorporated into my lifestyle it's no longer like a chore it just is right so for me brushing my teeth is one of the things that I used to never do I know it's gross I don't fucking care what you think when I was drinking and using like I would be so drunk I was like I'm not brushing my teeth before bed now I've been doing it for forever it's not even a second thought I mean some nights like a couple nights a month I'll use mouthwash if I really can't fucking go brush my teeth at night but normally it's just part of my routine I brush my teeth put my retainer in and then that's I'm ready for bed and I don't really question it you know if you have a really big struggle with brushing your teeth and you shower every couple days put your toothbrush and your toothpaste in the shower you're already in there hey you know brush your teeth in there it's better to brush your teeth a couple times than not at all you know water maybe you can get some of the things um See, all this goes back to fucking money because I was going to say maybe you can get the, what is it, Mio, whatever, the drops to make your water flavored and then it kind of feels like soda, but it's water, but that's spending money. Maybe you get, maybe you draw on a sticky note a really cute smiley face and you put it on your water cup and then you make it a friend and then whenever you drink it, it's like you're watering a plant. I don't know. Sometimes when I don't want to do the dishes, I pretend I'm bathing children like I'm like oh like I would I would treat a baby so gently I would I would wash it you know what I mean so a dish can get washed I don't know I romanticize my life I do weird shit sometimes when I'm cleaning my house I pretend like there's secret cameras in here and people are gonna watch me and think I look cute while cleaning I don't know get fucking weird when I'm working out I pretend I'm on a saw trap and I I don't know if if uh this is actually a saw trap or I made this up in my head but like running on a treadmill and if you stop you die and the other person lives so whenever I'm working out I pretend like it's me against my better self and if I stop working out I die very dramatic but it works and obviously like after like an hour I'm done but that's what keeps me from taking a shit ton of breaks and being like, I can't do this. No, I can do it. Your body is stronger than your mind a lot of times. And to get yourself into, I can do this. It's going to be fine. In a couple hours, I'll be grateful I did this. That goes for anything. Water, walking, working out. 
I don't know if that's helpful advice, but I'm delusional. And sometimes being delusional is the best fucking way to go. I do believe that you can, your mind is so fucking powerful. If you think it's law of attraction, right? If I believe then it will be true. And I don't ever take that for anxiety, right? So if I'm really anxious about that thing, that doesn't mean it's coming true. That's just a fear. If I know I can work hard, then I can fucking work hard. That there's proof behind that. If I know I'm a good friend, then I'm a fucking good friend because there's proof behind that. Things with fear behind them, no. I don't know that my family's gonna die or that my house is gonna burn down. I have no proof. I have fucking no proof. But things that are good, let me get my law of attraction book. Okay, the book I got is The Secret, and I never finished reading it, but I took a lot of notes, and I love the idea of law of attraction, right? I want to get into also after this um, how I do manifestations in my masturbating, because I get a lot of a lot of questions about that but for this book listen I'm a very spiritual person so if you find this annoying I'm sorry I do believe this is the only way I'm slightly able to stay sane I have a very very busy mind and something about spirituality I'm not very religious but I'm very spiritual it centers me and makes me feel like I can live a little bit um and so I love the first thing I wrote down is take feeling bad as a sign to change your thoughts immediately because basically the whole point of this book is your thoughts become things right you can't be what you don't want you have to think strongly about what you do want so I can't be like oh I hate uh I hate my job no what I what I should be thinking and that's not true I'm just was trying to give an example but what I should be thinking is I am going to be an amazing worker. People love to hire me. You know, opportunities and abundance are all around me. And the thing is, is if you change your thoughts, right? Because I do believe that negative self-talk always makes me feel bad. Believing that good things are coming means they are coming. And it might not be exactly what you want, right? I can't be like, oh, Jeff Bezos is going to give me $30 billion. No. But what I can say is, you know, I'm a money magnet. Money flows to me. Wherever I go, money comes. You can start having thoughts like that, right? And the good thing is, is that you can shift your mindset always. Good music, right? Like I can listen to songs that make me feel good with words that are like, you know, I'm beautiful, whatever. It can be cheesy or it doesn't have to be. If you have a song you really like that has a good message, hearing subliminals is a way to manifest. Let's see what I'll say, right? Love is the highest frequency. I guess that's a note I wrote. Oh, and I wrote this down while I was reading this. The universe is bringing all good things to me. The universe is supporting me in everything I do. And I just think it's like genuinely believing. There has to be a little bit of delusion in your manifestations. You need to genuinely believe you are on the path of a beautiful life because you are, right? our experiences are what they are and just because right now feels like shit doesn't mean good things are not coming and I really I it's the secret by Rhonda Byron by B-Y-R-N-E I think it's in cursive I haven't read the whole thing I would be interested in rereading this and then talking about it more on the podcast but law of attraction is so real right when I'm thinking always life is bad life is bad life is bad people are shit whatever that happens. I could have the same day 
the same exact day, but one day I have a good mindset and one day I have a shit mindset. And they're the same exact day. But on the good mindset day, people are nicer to me, right? They're walking walking slow and I enjoy the breeze. On the bad mindset day, people are walking slow and I'm like, fuck everyone, things are shit. It's all relative to your mindset. And I really do believe that in order to feel good, you need to think you're going to feel good. It starts in your brain. I'm going to go a little bit into manifesting through masturbating because, okay, when you have an orgasm, it's a heightened sensation it's a very powerful time to manifest and I've done this since I was young and I don't need to talk about me being young and masturbating but it was just always something that I did and I was very attracted to doing it for some reason like I watch porn sometimes as a treat if I want to just jack off in a minute I will watch porn whatever people who do porn are good at their jobs it's hot I can come to it my favorite way to masturbate, and I, ever since I've been doing this, whenever I don't do this, it feels like a waste of a cum. I don't know. But I put on a frequency. You can put on 396 hertz. You can put on rock, uh, rockra, root chakra frequencies. You can put on any type of frequency you want. Go on Spotify, go wherever, look up manifesting frequencies. Or my favorite one that I've been doing so far. Oh, do you hear that? That's root chakra. My favorite one is this one called Manifest Anything You Want by Supernatural Brainwave Power. I don't know what it is, but one time I was masturbating because I was really bored in my job and I was like, I'm going to get inspired soon. Like I was masturbating. I'll explain more in a second. I'm just giving you a, a little example. I'm bored in my job. Opportunities and abundance are all around me, blah, blah, blah. And I was playing this might sound weird you just put it on you stop hearing it it's just in the background and it 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 gets me out of going on my phone it gets me present it gets me in the moment it gets me in a meditative state where I can take a breath and I can feel like I am present and I masturbated and while I came I was thinking of that and the next day I had a video go like pretty viral I mean not that viral but like 4.5 million views I got a lot of subscribers from it on OnlyFans and I had been feeling really stuck and I hadn't been using masturbating as a tool for a while and then the next day that happened and it was just like it's not a coincidence because it's happened so much I used to do it when I was at the strip club as well and I would be like I'm gonna make a lot of money tonight money is all over me blah 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 and then that night I would have a good night and I know for a matter of fact from my own experience that it fucking works okay so here's what I do I told you I put on some chakra whatever put on whatever you like I mean it really doesn't matter that's just what works for me I put on some sometimes I'm feeling stuck like my I have a like uh things I want to say to people or I'm not feeling like my words are good so I'll use a throat chakra sound or you know I have a crush on someone I'll use a heart chakra sound it just is kind of personal to your experience in your life at that moment but so what I do normally is I'll put on a manifest thing and I'll start masturbating and I vividly visualize because visualization is a fucking amazing tool it is so fucking powerful I visualize exactly what I want and say you don't know what you want you can visualize yourself so happy okay that's a really easy thing to think about visualize your happiest self somewhere you love wearing whatever you like when I'm visualizing it's never really sexual ever honestly and never is um 
for me, I will visualize myself super happy, super sober, running around by a river, laughing, dancing. This is just a general example. And I will masturbate thinking about that. And I will start thinking, oh, like I look to the right and I see my beautiful house. Okay. These are just examples. I see a beautiful house. That's mine. And I look at it and I know it's mine. And uh, whatever, keep masturbating. This does require a little bit of multitasking, I won't lie. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. I see the house. I love it. Oh, maybe I want a rocking chair out front. I see a little rocking chair. And this is just a very, very general example. If you, like for me, when I'm like not doing well or I want to think about my future, I will think about me being happy with the house and I'll come to that. But a very specific one, and I think this will help specify and clear it up, is like, if I want to make money, what I do, I put on a money frequency, well, hold on, money frequency, Um, you can do, I have a meditation affirmation playlist on my Spotify, but there's a lot of different things, Um, wealth and abundance, like there's some with, um, hold on. Like, this is just one that says wealth and abundance. Now, listen, I don't fucking even care if they work. Knowing that that's what it is, that's my intention. I'm putting on something with wealth and abundance in the title. There's ones you can go on YouTube and look up money manifestations and say mantras and affirmations while you come. I love to talk while I come. Um, Obviously, when I'm alone, like, I'm not going to do this with a partner if they don't consent to it, but I'll put on a money frequency And I will start picturing money falling on my body. And I will be like, opportunities and abundance are all around me. Money comes to me easily. I attract wealth. I'm a successful person who people love to work with. Repeat over and over and over again. And I will picture money falling on me. I'll picture laying on a bed of money, visualizing money around me. And you can do this with fucking anything and when you come you need to keep visualizing it while you come because the most energy the highest form is while you're orgasming and that is when i think it is the most powerful time to manifest i strongly believe in it it is not something that i will take judgment for it's something that i've done forever and i know for a fucking fact it works i don't care what people's opinions are if you are at all interested in trying it you want to be a more spiritual person, you are feeling bored in your life, you're stuck, you want something, try this out. It's free. You can do it at home. I use a vibrator normally only because my hand doesn't really cut it. But listen, if you're a guy, you can fucking jack off and you can do it to this as well. It doesn't matter what your gender, your, it doesn't matter anything about you. While we orgasm, we can manifest And I swear on my life, I swear on my fucking life, it is the reason why most of the things in my life have happened. Yes, obviously, the universe will give you gifts whether or not you're asking for it. But I have found that a pattern in good things that have come to me is from this. And so I think you should try it. Also, I've never finished The Secret, but now I kind of want to. And if you want to read a book about law of attraction, it's a good book. Okay, I'm going to go back to host stories because I feel like I get weirdly passionate about things and then I get off course, okay? Here we go. I let my ex's best friend come in me after I found out he cheated on me on my birthday. On his birthday? Oh, fuck. I respect that. 
the second person I ever had sex with was my first boyfriend's best friend because he cheated on me and we weren't together when I did it and he never found out but I still feel guilty about it to this day which I don't think you should if you get cheated on reparations are not your fault go do what you need to do the other person fucked up they started the war first fuck it it's fine okay I did a line of coke before sucking a dude off and ended up getting a nosebleed. I ended up choking my, <laughs> choking on my blood, throwing up on his penis, but he wanted to continue, so I did. Oh my god. Respect. That is so brave, like fuck. But also, he might be into some crazy shit if you're like bleeding and throwing up and he wanted you to continue. But I find, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, I threw up on a dick, it's so embarrassing. Uh, sorry to tell people who are listening with penises, but anyone who sucked your dick has probably thrown up on it and swallowed a little. Okay. Sorry to burst everyone's bubble, but like, it is so fucking normal. I've never met someone in my life who's been like, I've never thrown up on a dick. I feel like every fucking person has thrown up on a dick. I fucking almost throw up when I'm brushing my teeth. Let alone a fucking penis down my throat. Like, are you joking? (laughs) Going to my pap smear, absolutely filled with cum. Is that safe? Do I have any gynecologist friends? Like, is that, or can you, first of all, pap smears are so invasive, okay? Again, another thing to praise people with vaginas about because it is so invasive. They, like, open you up with this cold-ass metal. They scrape around your little walls. It hurts, but if you have cum in there, can they tell on the test? It's like when you deep throat and the dentist can tell you deep throated. I don't know. Hooked up with a guy because I didn't want to wait for the bus back home. (laughs) I honestly, sometimes when I was drunk on a night out, I would like fuck people just because I didn't want to Uber back home yet because it was the er like the surges or whatever for Uber were too high. (laughs) I'm not proud of it, but like it's a little bit girl boss behavior, I would say. Someone said, I've been kicked out of a male, female, female threesome, not once, but twice with the same people because the older girl kept getting jealous and they were both old enough to be my parents okay i have very strong threesome opinions always be the guest you were good in this situation because when you're the host people i can't explain i can't explain but being the guest you realize that a lot of relationships should not be having threesomes okay i haven't had a threesome in a minute so i'm a little bit out of touch i've had threesomes for work but they're completely different than when you are having actual sex you know like there's a lot of factors that go into it and when you're a couple and you invite someone in i don't think a lot of people realize how awkward they make it plus i don't know i don't know when i've done threesomes i never come I'm always worried about not making someone mad. I don't know. It depends on the factor, who's cool, who's not. And also, it's a lot of fucking work, okay? It's a lot of work to multitask. I mean, I have ADHD, and I'm just like, there's so many things going on. What do I look at? Also, don't want to make too much eye contact with someone. I don't know. I think threesomes are a very touchy subject. And if you have a successful threesome, I would love you to submit it onto the podcast so I can read it. Not a video. So if you are going to have a threesome, be the guest, okay? Never host it just don't do it i mean this is different like polyamorous people like i there's a whole other subculture where like threesomes foursomes like orgies are totally fine but a lot of people like go into having threesomes because their boyfriend wants them to and then they feel like they're obligated to like have a threesome to be the cool girl and it's just like 
don't do it unless you genuinely want to have a threesome and also make sure that you are around people you feel safe enough to be able to be like hey yo this is not cool with me or I don't want to do this anymore because oftentimes like for me at least I felt like I couldn't really speak up just because it's like embarrassing again the ego gets in the way of a lot of things but for me it's just like it's really hard to speak up when it's two-on-one but that's just my opinion just be safe when having a threesome my friend said this time a girl wouldn't stop sucking me off so I peed in her mouth I warned her I was gonna do it how do you pee with a boner I've seen those memes where they're like superman or they like lay flat like planking on the toilet but like how does one pee with a boner genuine question that's crazy I guess I can pee I can force myself to pee when I am coming if I try really hard it's a lot of multitasking but also the way you worded that uh sounds like you were a victim and I'm sorry pee in people's mouths who don't listen to your fucking consent like I feel like that's completely valid okay I'm gonna go back to the email because I just got this 20 minutes ago this one's recent multiple stories involved actually so early October my friend and I went out clubbing we were hopping from bar to bar while walking from one bar to another I was wasted by the way thank you for the context I said you're gonna have to take me home or I might fuck a stranger and this man behind us goes oh shit you want my snapchat (laughs) of course he did at first he said no but then the tequila kicked in tequila will get you every fucking time I turned around and said yes. I walked into the bar where we were standing outside and I snapchatted him. Turned out he was staying in a hotel directly across from the bar I was in. That sounds like fate. So 10 minutes later, I'm in this man's hotel room and we had really, really hot sex. Okay, nice. I go back to the bar and he says my friend and I can both come to his room so we can drink slash smoke. I told him we won't have a threesome. He said no worries. We hang out, drink a little, smoke a little, and suddenly my friend says, I kind of want to fuck him. Would you mind? (laughs) Real friend. I said no. I don't know him. I have no issue. We get to talking and decide a threesome wouldn't be so bad. Oh. So we ended up having an impromptu threesome that night. It was awkward at first, but honestly, it was hot. I literally just, okay, manifestation, because I literally just said, if you had a good threesome, please send it to me. And then I fucking opened my email and this was here. What the fuck? couple days later i hook up with a tinder match went to his house totally sober for this one we had great sex oh my god and we hooked up a couple days in a row only man to make me come from just penetration nice and one other time he let me use his toy while he was inside me but he didn't move he just let me move how i needed to in order to get off that's so fucking hot it was amazing fast forward two weeks i'm pregnant oh fuck milf okay i'm now almost nine weeks along with a healthy baby neither one of them neither one of them wanted to be involved so it's just my baby and i those are my last hurrah ho stories the ho days are behind me but man it was fun congratulations on being pregnant honestly that sounds like you had an eventful couple weeks also a lot of people don't realize that like vaginas can come like from just penetration or just clit like depending on like i like clit stimulation I guess is the wording like I can always come from just my clip but like a lot of people really enjoy coming from penetration so it's awesome to have someone who's like down to explore both you know what I mean congrats on your baby thank you for the successful threesome story I please if you hear this send me a more detailed info about the threesome because I still am very curious 
Okay, I'm going to go back to I asked for unpopular opinions. So let's see if I agree with any of these. If I see a fucking Beyonce is overrated one more time, please just stop. Okay, like I can't. I can't like watch her perform live and tell me that she is not a fucking amazing artist. I don't care if you're like, this type of song isn't my shit. Don't say she's overrated until you've tried to run while singing, while dancing on a stage set, while costume changes with lights, with backup dancers, with choreography. Like don't ever, don't you ever disrespect Beyonce again. Cute feet actually do matter. I agree. Cute toes, like cute, fresh pedicure toes. (sighs) Anyone who doesn't like feet, you're lying. If they have like, oh my God, I'm salivating. Cute toes are fucking everything. I do agree. They do matter. Someone said, I don't care about the song Born This Way. As a gay person, I think it's annoying. (laughs) Oh my God. Hold on. Now to play Born This Way. I haven't heard that song in so fucking long. Honestly, I thought it was a bop, but I was also severely in the closet, so it kind of, I feel like Lady, like, I just feel like as a kid, I didn't appreciate how much she was doing for the queer community, like, I really didn't. The song might be overplayed, but I think, like, a lot of people can identify with it. I'm kind of, you know, I love a shitty pop song, though, so, you, you know, whatever, to each their own. Someone said all people are inherently good. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I would like to say I agree. I would like to say I agree. But I feel a little jaded living in L.A. I'm like, not all the people here are good. You know what I mean? But inherently, maybe. Possibly. Do I have any psychologists who could give me the actual truth about that? Because I don't... I don't know. Vanilla ice cream is gross. I like... The superior vanilla ice cream is when you put chocolate syrup in it and then you mix it into soup. Mm. I dislike having sex as often as my girlfriend does, but I'm not sure how to approach it. This is not an unpopular opinion, but okay, I will I will answer. A lot of people who are hypersexual and have high sex drives take it as a personal offense when you say you're not horny. Now, I know that's not how anyone anyone means to say it, but like I also have been someone who's like extra horny and then the person I'm dating is like, oh, I don't want to have sex. And it feels like an attack, although it's not, but I am anxiously attached. So I'm only as secure as my last interaction. And so if something bad happens or quote quotes around bad, uncomfortable happens, I'm like, they hate me. I'm ugly. I'm unlovable. I'm unfuckable. I think it's all about the approach. Just being like, hey, like, I don't mind if you masturbate at all. I think you're a very attractive person. I'm just really not in the mood right now, but that doesn't mean I don't love you. I don't know. Maybe that would help. It's all about communication and, like, honesty, but not bluntness, okay? Like, no one wants to hear, like, really hard truth, like, spit in your face because it feels like an attack. Be nice, okay? Just be nice. And obviously, like, I don't know the situation. I just mean word it nicely and I think people will be understanding I do okay let's see what else Beyonce is overrated what the fuck did I say what the fuck did I say please stop hate dogs hate them (laughs) I used to be a dog person in high school and now that I birthed my perfect baby hairless cat I am a diehard cat fan I don't hate dogs but I am a cat person Truly, I am. Because cats decide if they like you or not. Dogs just love everyone. 
Okay, cats are like, you gotta gain their trust. I love a challenge. I'm like, come here. I'll love you. Stuffing is trash. Um, what? Stuffing is fucking superior. So is mashed potatoes. Mm. Piss kinks are hot. I think you just said that because you know who I am. I think that hacks, like, piss kink, if you're peeing on someone, it's, like, complete ownership over them. It's not, but, like, that's how it feels. It's, like, so degrading to me that it's, like, I don't know. I can't explain. It does something to me. Like, to be peed on, I'm just, like, it, like, makes me tingly. It's kind of a possession type kink where it's, like, you're peeing on me like I'm your property. I can't explain. It does something to me. It's not always a rebound when you go from one relationship to another. I think it depends on the timeline of quickness. If you break up with someone and immediately, like a serial monogamous, where you're like dating someone for two years, break up, and then the next day you're dating someone for another year, like you might never have healed from four breakups ago. Do you know what I mean? But I do agree. It's not always a rebound. It depends on the intention. Are you getting with someone in order to stop thinking about someone else? that's a rebound. If you're just dating someone because you think they're cute and you're healed and it's fine and it's kind of new, but it's has nothing to do. Because a lot of people stay in relationships until they completely are done with them. Like they want to emotionally detach while with them. And so when they finally break up, they're completely done. That's not the, I guess, majority, but a lot of people I know, and I've definitely done this, stay in a relationship they know is not good just till I'm finally emotionally unattached and I'm just like whatever and so you mourn the relationship while being with them and so when you leave you're done not the best thing to do but I know a lot of people would do that so then a couple months later you're dating someone else I wouldn't consider that a rebound so I do agree I agree with this your sex life does matter in relationships I heard this before and I think it's true if you have a really good healthy relationship sex life is slightly important but not as important If you have a bad relationship, sex is incredibly important because it's the only time you feel intimate with each other. I know that's the case for me. I've been in really bad relationships where I hold sex to the highest. I'm just like, if sex is bad today, they don't love me. Now, I'm in a healthy relationship right now. I feel loved. Sex is important to me. I enjoy being intimate and safe with another person, obviously, but... I'm not going to want to break up if we don't have sex for a week or two, if that makes any sense. But it depends on the person because a lot of people really care about sex. Um, So if you're a person who cares about sex, you need to know yourself and you, you need to say, this is really important to me. You know what I mean? Like, this is important to me. And so we need to talk about how important it is to you. Like, how often do you need to have sex to feel safe in a relationship? It's all communication. I think it does matter for sure. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter at all. But sometimes it's not as high up on the priority list for some people. It's just my opinion. Someone said, I'm really over Taylor Swift. Truly do not get the hype. You look sweet. I was just making sure you're not a man. Going back to the red flaw. I've seen seven Beyonce is overhyped. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Okay, Twilight is fucking awesome. Mm. Yes, I just rewatched Twilight a couple months ago. And The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, I was sleeping on. I read all the books. I fucking loved The Hunger Games when I was a teenager. Rewatch The Hunger Games if you haven't. It's fucking good. If you need a date with someone, you should say, let's watch all three Hunger Games. Is there four? There might have been four. 
anyways, if you're in a crush stage with someone, tell them let's have a movie day slash night where the whole day you bring your mattress to the living room, lay on it, and watch the fucking Hunger Games. You're welcome. I'm going back. Sorry, I'm switching back and forth. I drank a lot of green tea today. I haven't been drinking uh, any sort of caffeine because I've been having severe anxiety. So I a little bit feel like I'm on crack microdosing Adderall right now, but it's just green tea. Okay, how to reduce shame in the bedroom? Oh, (laughs) when you know, tell me. I mean, I'm way less ashamed. Uh, I used to be severely... Uh, like, I felt I had to be the sexiest, hottest, coolest, most down girl ever, and, like, I would never would come. Now, for me, like, it really depends who you're fucking, because on casual hookups, it's really hard to be like, hey, by the way, I require this, which I think you should do that. If that's, like, something that you're comfortable with, fucking talking about boundaries is so important. Now, me, on the other hand, I'm a pussy. I can never have done that. What I do now is, like, I make sure I'm not fucking people who I don't think care about me. Making sure I don't fuck. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't think you care about me, I'm not having sex with you, is what I mean. Because, therefore, I'm going to be ashamed about everything I do. Imagine I queef in your face and I I don't think you care about me. I'm going to sit in the shower and think about that for 10 days. Although queefing is normal, I do it all the time. It's in half of my videos. Sometimes doing things that I deem to be normal in front of someone I don't completely emotionally trust are super embarrassing for me. So the only way I combat being, com- combat, combat, the only way I counteract being ashamed is to therefore fuck people I trust. Um, I don't think that's good advice, but that is just all that's worked for me, honestly. I've been getting also asked a lot of questions about sobriety how to stay sober, all the things. I will not pretend I'm a sober guru. I am sober. I'll be two years sober in February. The one thing that's continued to work for me for the rest of this time, and I think it works for everything in life, is just one day at a time. Today, I choose to be sober. I choose it today. Tomorrow, I might not, but that doesn't matter. Today, I choose it. And then tomorrow, when I wake up, normally it's a new day, and I say I choose sobriety today. Prayer really helps me. I pray to the universe. I pray every morning, please, universe, let me have another day sober. And at night, I say thank you so much for letting me get through this day sober. Small things, also not future tripping. I used to be like, I'm definitely getting fucked up at my wedding and my bachelorette. I'm not even engaged. (laughs) Planning my sobriety based on things that haven't even happened yet is what kept me from staying sober for a long time knowing that just for today I can do it, all those days have added up, and now, you know, for today I'm sober, and it's been a bunch of days, and I think it will continue to be, God willing, so it really just is, I don't know, not future tripping, it's fucking hard, you know, I think detoxes and rehabs, if you have insurance and you can afford it, they're a privilege, I know they're helpful, I've never been in my life, but I have a lot of friends who it saved their life, that could definitely help if that's something you're interested in. Making sure you have people in your life you can be accountable to, even if it's just a couple people who you say, hey, I'm really trying to get sober, so if we go out, can you um, not offer me alcohol or drugs? I didn't go out for a while when I was getting sober. 
Um, that's just what I personally needed to do. I still don't go out that much. Now, the only reason I ever went out that much is because I wanted to get fucked up. I don't actually like going out. I'm a homebody. I'm a Taurus. I don't fucking leave my house. So I think it's just reduce your expectations of yourself because expectations are premeditated resentments. And if you are expecting yourself to be a certain way, and this goes for anything, not sobriety, you will always be disappointed. You always fucking will. And to say, hey, today my small goal is to stay sober. And when I put my fucking head on the pillow, I know I made it another day. It's a win. I think that's the same with all small tasks. Oh, today I'm going to go to work. That's all I want to do today. I'm going to come home, lay my head on the pillow, and I did it. You know, I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to brush my teeth. Anything it is, like set your goals very short-sighted. When I make them too big, they don't feel attainable. And to just know that like what's right in front of me, I can actually do is fucking life-changing. I'm gonna call my childhood best friend and see if she'll give me a host story. I try calling people and no one's answering and I really want someone to tell me a host story. Okay, let's see my DM request because I haven't looked. Okay, hooked up with my partner in her college classroom on the teachers who everyone hated desks. Desk, whoa. Left it a complete mess. Even left the condom in his trash can. Damn, respect. Someone said, unpopular opinion, sex is kind of overrated. I kind of agree. I think masturbating should be the new hype. I always feel like masturbating. I mean, I love sex. Don't get me wrong. Like, I truly do. But I do think it's overrated, if that makes any sense. Like, as much as it's hyped up, it has to be with someone who's really good at it for it to hit hard. Masturbating, I love masturbating. Like, it always hits. You know what I mean? It's safe. Back when I was wild, I slept with my ex's roommate and he nutted me and then went and slept with my ex and he said, you're so wet. And it took everything in me not to burst out laughing. Oh my God. I've heard this from multiple people before that they've done this. And all I want to know is, did you get a yeast infection? Because whenever I would get nutted, I would get a yeast infection. And then to have another nut in there, just like a little combination syrup. Did you get, is your vagina okay? Like serious question. Also respect truly okay let's see i love this content this is for your host stories okay titled how i made my npc fling fall in love with me okay love a title so i met this guy on tinder he wasn't my usual type but i was looking for a relationship after not being in one for a while we'd had some great conversations over text i love a good texter we slept together on our second date a lady a classy lady I'm more of a fuck on the first date type bitch, you know what I mean? It was sweet and romantic, and then he said he wasn't looking for anything serious. At this point, I was like, damn, that's what I thought this was, and felt like crap, obviously. Over the, they always wait till after you fuck. It's so annoying. Over the next couple of months, this started in April, we were seeing each other pretty regularly. I still wanted to date him, but I don't know how it happened. Somewhere down the line, I changed what I wanted and realized I could probably do better for a partner. It's always when you don't want them anymore they are obsessed with you okay wait let me keep reading but that you were having a lot of fun in the meantime keeping it casual okay some of the adventurous sexual things we engaged in included i love a list having sex in the middle of a field at 12 a.m the stars were so pretty i highly recommend it that sounds so beautiful by the river in the early hours also highly recommend that thank you you know the usual cars bedrooms once in a while i was house sitting i probably could have done without that one <laughs> probably i wonder if anyone has a house sitter here and now they think they fuck in their house and for some reason out at night i got bent over 
I got bent over a tree stump and I swear to God in my mind, I thought the Lorax was going to jump out. Then came a situation where a friend of his revealed that he had strong feelings for me. And in a later conversation with one of my friends, I realized what the hell had happened. Dude, it was the under the starlight fuck. Even brownie points if it was under a full moon. Double brownie points if you were somehow on your period. A little blood magic moon ritual. Respect. I do think, though, that people always want you when you don't want them. Like, the second you're like, oh, it's fine. I don't want you. They're like, oh, no, please come back now. It's just like, shut the fuck up. If you can't love me while I love you, then go away and leave me alone. (laughs) Let's see if there's any other. Okay. And hooked up with a guy named Kyle. And the second he left, I invited a guy named JP over and hooked up with him. JP spent the night and that morning when he left, my friend Steph came over and we fucked in the shower. I found out a week later, I gave them all chlamydia. Oh my God. That reminds me of cinnamon when she was like, I have Bad news and good news. Bad news is you have chlamydia. Good news is it's treatable. It is treatable. This is why I say, like, you know, get tested. Obviously, chlamydia is something totally treatable. Whatever. Sucks that people got it. Truly, it does. Get tested, okay? If you're listening right now and you fucked a bunch of people and you haven't been tested in a while, go get tested. If you have insurance, especially. I don't have insurance. I go to client testing. I pay, like, 160 bucks which is a lot. Don't get me wrong. I have to do it for my job, but it is a tax write-off. There are places that are free testing. If you look up free STD testing or go to Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood, the fucking wait is long, but look up free testing near you and you can get results back quickly. I keep getting questions also about tarot, where to start, how to read astrology, numerology. Listen, go to the bookstore. There's books on so many fucking things. I have a bunch of astrology books. I'm really fascinated with astrology. I have been for a minute. It's a very LA basic bitch thing of me to say, but I think it's fucking sick. Numerology is even cooler. Tarot, I have a book over there called How to Read Tarot. You can start. Even if the easiest way to start, and this is what I did for a long time, is to get a tarot deck, obviously clean it, energy-wise, put crystals on it, you know, incense, whatever you do. And then I would shuffle them, lay them out, and pick a single... I would say, hey, I want to know one thing that I should know today. And I would pick a singular card, and it would give me just a little bit of insight onto what was going to come or what has happened or anything like that. Let me get a card out. The thing about spirituality is that there's actually really no wrong way to do it, if you know what I mean. Like, nothing you're going to do is going to be wrong, especially if your intentions are good. Let me shuffle this deck really quick and see. Oh, this card fell out. Okay, let's see what it says. It says, 10 of summer... An emotionally fulfilling life with family or friends, people you can trust. Let's go to Ten of Summer in the little book. Also, most tarot decks come with a book where you can read, and it will give you a little bit better of insight. So I'm going to go to the little page in the book, Ten of Summer. It just fell out. I could have shuffled, but sometimes I feel like they're calling to me. Spending time with your family. I am going home for Christmas. Loved ones or... Oh, wait. Spending time with your family or loved ones is critical to a rich and happy life. The people you call family may be those who you're related to or they may be people whom you've chosen as your beloved community. Either way, offering love and support to your closest friends or closest to you and accepting it in return is very important. It's worth investing time and energy into your primary relationships. You can have a happy home life 
you're seeking filled with peace and emotional fulfillment i love that I did just move in with my girlfriend, so that is a very fitting card. I'm going to pull one for you. If you're listening, think something in your head. I don't know if this is going to pertain to you because this is literally me in my home just shuffling cards. It's getting pretty dark. It's fucking 4 p.m. I hate when it gets dark. I don't know why they don't expect us to be depressed. This is so sad, but let's see. I'm going to lay them out. Tell me when to stop. One, two, three. I, ha- I pulled the card ego, the illusion of being trapped, placing too much importance on material items, getting caught up in fear and worry. We were just talking about that in the beginning. So this could also pertain to me, but maybe it will sit right with you. I'm going to read it. Happiness can be elusive if you're not clear on your own priorities, motivations, and behaviors. Taking time for self-reflection allows you to- the opportunity to experience great personal epiphanies and practice self-forgiveness. See the truth of who you are. Release those aspects that no longer serve you. Let go of guilt, fear, and blame. Have compassion for yourself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you for being divinely perfect in this moment. Detox from harmful foods, substances, or people. Confront your fears and release yourself from any limitations or self-imposed traps. Give yourself permission to be free. (laughs) I love that. Additional meaning of this card determining what is the cause and what is the symptom, placing too much importance on material items, getting caught up in worry or fear, dependency or addiction. I don't know if that at all sat with any of you, but when I was newly sober, I used to pull that card every fucking day, every day, every day. I tell you, oh, this one was left out. King of winter, get advice from someone professional and objective. Okay. I'm not going to read into that. I'm getting too excited. I just think, you know, doing things that you enjoy are fun. The thing about astrology, tarot cards, crystals, they're personal to you. If someone does it a different way, if someone likes it a certain different other crystal than you, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. If you like it, do it. If you love crocheting, you love knitting, you love feeding ducks, whatever it is, fucking do it. Whenever I get asked like how to start, like I love doing full moon rituals. When it's a full moon, it's meant to be released. I also, going back to manifesting, I always say I release all those that do not serve me when I'm masturbating on a full moon. And that's what I come to when I try to cleanse out my life. And then on a new moon, I manifest. Everyone's always like, how do you, what rituals do you do? Spirituality is so personal whatever feels good to you you should do and if you're wondering like oh how do I get into this how do I get into this just start whatever you know when you're a kid and you're making little potions in your backyard in the mud that's being spiritual that's just doing things that feel right I don't know I can't explain I feel like there's something so personal about spirituality that you get to explore in the way that you want there is no right there is no wrong okay there really is none as long as you are open to new experiences and you are doing it safely, it will come. I promise. I was looking at my DM request after I went on a whole entire tarot reading for myself because I got distracted. And I get asked a lot what are the weirdest requests I get on OnlyFans. But I will tell you one today that happened three times from three different people. Okay, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's because I had a sale for Cyber Monday. I keep getting asked to film a video pieing my own fucking face. Like, I don't understand what vibe I give off. That means I would want to do that. Now, listen, I will do a lot of things for money. So I'm down for the right price. But someone was like, do you have any pre-made videos of you pieing your own face? 
Oh yeah, let me just go get that from the back. What do you mean? Pre-made videos of me pieing myself in the face. I don't understand. So I had to reply to each of them individually and say, are you guys friends? Can you be honest with me? Are you guys friends? And also when people ask me crazy things, I never shame them unless it's bestiality or something illegal. Um, so I didn't shame them. Don't get me wrong. I didn't say, haha, what the fuck is this? I just said, this is my third request today. Are you guys friends? But also... What's your price range? So don't let weird requests stop you from being a girl boss. Because I have, listen, one time I had Taco Bell and then this guy wanted me to do a fart video. And the fart was three, like it was a three second video and the fart was like, and I sent it. And I think it was like 150 bucks or something. Like I don't even remember. It probably actually was way less than that. I don't remember. But for one second of my time, I'll do it. I will. I truly will. The best part about having friends who are whores that I love with my whole heart and respect is when they tell me host stories it just hits so much harder I was reading this one had my little paid slave washing beer pong balls that me and my girlfriend were using to play pussy bong <laughs> and you see who would fur further eject them while having sex with an older dude good times older dude was the singer of the Ramstein <laughs> pussy pong I am like, I am shocked in the way of like, I am genuinely impressed. Like, how do you put that in your pussy and shoot it out? Like with amazing pelvic floor muscles, that's how. That's fucking impressive. Also, the fact that I know he was so excited to like wash them and like pick them up and like be the little runner around. <laughs> like that is a fucking good story. Like it doesn't get better than that. Do you know what I mean? This is why I love my job. Like truly. And also, I love the fact that people will, like, tell me their deepest, darkest secrets. And it's, like, I probably did that for, like, $4 on stage once. <laughs> like, truly, like, people will be, like, I'm so embarrassed. I've never told anyone this, which is valid. Okay, there's different scales of crazy. But sometimes I'm, like, I promise you, this is pretty fucking tame. Like, I promise you, don't be embarrassed. Do not be embarrassed. Someone said, not much of a host story, but I farted last week when I came. It was so embarrassing. This has actually happened to me with my crush, and I'm not fucking kidding. It was so humbling. I bet the other person didn't care. But, like, I know that feeling of, like, why the fuck did that just happen? I'm so sorry. You're going to think about this for, like, the next couple years because I seriously have thought about it at least once a week since this happened. Realistically, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it really doesn't. But also, like, why... Does farting feel so embarrassing? Now, like, the thing is, though, if I was fucking someone in the ass and they farted, like, I wouldn't even care. So, like, if I was, like, fingering someone and they farted, I definitely wouldn't care. Why does it feel so embarrassing? Like, I know there's people who are like, ew, if you fart, don't ever come near me. Like, girls take a shit. Okay, like, let's be realistic. Everyone with an asshole is shitting. And if they're not, they have a poop bag. And that's valid, too. So, like, what's a little fart got to do with anything? Nothing. I'm still sexy. But why is it so fucking embarrassing to fart? I don't understand. I have fucked up bowels, so I fart a lot, honestly. How to get out of a rut slash tips when you feel depressed. Honestly, start off small. Truly. Like, do something easy. Make your bed and then lay on top of it with another blanket. Do small little attainable goals. It's always just like not trying to push yourself too hard so then you're depressed again and get burnout. Because the way that I experience burnout is when I'm already upset or I feel just like, oh, I don't want to do anything. I'm in a rut. 
I force myself to manically do a shit ton of things and then I'm right back to where I started. Like if I don't want to work, I don't want to show up to work, I don't want to do these things and then I force myself to do it. Nine times out of ten a week later, I'm like, I fucking don't want to do it again. Start small. Little tiny goals. Oftentimes the only thing I can do is like drink a lot of water. I hate that when I'm hydrated, I feel better because I always was like, everyone's just trying to make me drink more water. Hydrate. If you're listening to this, I know you're probably a little bit dehydrated. Drink some fucking water, please. Your body will thank you. I forget we're like mostly water. We need water. Okay, drink some water. A small cup of water if that's your one goal. Like the thing about it is, is like everything is objective. Like I can be proud of myself for doing really small things if my expectations were really fucking low. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I was scrolling trying to find something and someone said slept with my boyfriend's best friend the day of his funeral. Grief is weird. Grief is weird. I find when I'm sad I'm horny as well. I don't know what it is. There's a direct correlation between my sadness and my horny level. Honestly, you were grieving. No shame at all. Someone said went out with a friend, pulled me onto him and we made out. He busted. We were at a park. Damn, I know if I had a dick I would come while kissing. I just know it. I feel like that's the vibe I give off. Like, I would nut in my pants for sure. Like, if a hot girl was kissing me, it's over. I'm I'm nutting. I'm so... I am so jealous of people with penises. Like, I just want to put my dick in something warm. Like, a toaster strudel or something. I don't know. <laughs> I see this one a lot. This type of uh, thing. When they Someone said, I went to the movie theaters with a guy to see the movie The Quiet Place. And literally the entire theater was empty. So the entire movie we just fucked around and I sucked his dick. Later though, I found out movie theaters have cameras. So I never went back. If you're fucking in a movie theater, just know that people are probably... Like, I'm not saying someone's gonna burst in and catch you. Having sex in public is uh, illegal, okay? Especially if there's people around, if there's minors around. I don't... One of my biggest pet peeves... This is a tangent. Respect. You fuck. No one was around. And if you if you are fucking in a movie theater, just know there's cameras. This is a tangent, though. I really don't like when people fuck in very, very, very public places where there are children. That is so predatory and fucking weird. If you have to nut in public, I am scared of you. Yes, like having a little, you know, you fool around in a car, you're secretive, or, you know, you're somewhere like a park and there's no one around and you're like in the in the forest or something. Because I know in Florida, there's a lot of parks where it's like a lot of trees and you can go in them and there's like very secret hidden spots. You could also have a tent, whatever. I get public sex. I'm not shaming public sex. But if there are people who are not consenting to you fucking in public, be fucking careful. Okay, you are going to traumatize someone at the hands of a nut. Not worth it. Also, you could go to jail for public indecency. It is illegal. There's a lot of sex workers who have been arrested for filming in public. And children do not need to see people fucking in front of them when they didn't consent. That's fucking weird. That is a tangent. It has nothing to do with what you said. I'm not mad at you. I promise. Please don't think I am. That is just... I always see people posting like flashing and there's like kids in the background or like, you know, it's just like, okay, I get it. Free the nipple, but not like, let's be realistic. Like that is not, did you need to do that? No, fucking do it in your house. You know what I mean? I'm going to go back to the host stories on Instagram because they are making me laugh. My first ever ass play escort client nicknamed himself the destroyer. 
oh my god that just reminded me of american horror story when lady gaga was wearing like that dick that's like really fucking who is it schmidt i don't know just i just thought of that dick with the fucking knife that gave me chills i don't like it one guy came on my tits then used his hand to rub it in like lotion i feel like i read somewhere that cum is good for your skin is that true maybe only if they're eating good because imagine it's like battery acid cum and then you're rubbing it ew ew i don't i do not want that fucked him in my bestie's bed next to his sleeping friend and made him finish alone in the bathroom damn i'm never i guess in college when i had roommates like i fucked in a bed i think next to someone and they were also fucking someone in the bed but i've never done that okay hank here's my host story okay let's go a couple years ago i was talking to the coolest film major dude i ever met that is a fucking red flag anyone okay i did used to fuck this guy who was a self-proclaimed film critic no more explanation needed we matched on tinder and talked for months before finally meeting up that man had such a grip on me oh god he was cold he was cool collected artsy stop i was obsessed till i picked him up man was dressed like he was georgie from it a massive yellow raincoat rain boots i was turned off immediately but i gave him a chance besides my better judgment we drove to the waterfront and parked we chatted for a bit i could tell this man was not the cool and collected person i thought he was he was awkward kept asking me to climb in the back and play smash with him we did not have smash i repeat there was no game smash he was trying to bone with that opening oh my god that's so fucked up and gross and cringe i get like my mouth is watering in a bad way i shouldn't have slept with that guy but I did because I wanted to get it over with. And we met with that expectation. YOLO. You never have to fuck anyone, even if they think they're going to fuck you. Just saying. Glad you made it through. But I hate that because I also feel that way. We climbed back. This six foot three inch man climbed through the passenger seat. And I awkwardly opened my door and climbed into the back. We fucked quick in the back of the car. He ate me out. And it was the worst thing ever. Man prided himself for being a sex master ew and i'm pretty sure he was sucking my labia lips instead of my coochie <laughs> he finally finished i was blowing him and he made the most dramatic moan ever and i felt crusty dusty bits in my mouth when he came oh my god when he came i'm not sure if he did i'm not sure what that was but it's been years and i'm still scarred i am scarred reading this after i drove him home and he kept crying because how he was gonna miss me. I didn't text him back that night, and the next day he sent me this image, and that was it. It's like a fucking curse, Sonic. Stop. Dude, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. I'm really sorry. The crusty bits, I'm still thinking about, and I, I just picture Parmesan cheese, and it's just, oh, I have chills in a bad way. Okay, next DM, I have to stop thinking about the Parmesan flakes. Ho story, I got in a fight with my ex, so I ended up hooking up with a guy from Bumble. The next morning when I woke up on his bed, I went straight to my ex's house without showering and made him eat me out. Hope he liked the taste of that other man. By the way, he was my ex at the time as well. I was just toxic and couldn't stay away. Honestly, I've heard this a lot of people, and I'm pretty sure I fucked multiple people in the same day, so like no shame, but also like sometimes it makes me laugh when people are like, oh my god, you're so wet, and like yes obviously you got nutted but like half the time like I'm ovulating or I remember being on my period and someone was like oh my god you're so wet (laughs) did anyone else used to be like I don't know if this is fucked up but like back in the day I would be on my period 
and I would know it and I'd be like fuck okay I'm just gonna shower and hope it's not heavy till I get there then we'd fuck and I'd be like oh my god I started my period that's so embarrassing that's so embarrassing just a little gaslight manipulator of me I knew I was on my period stop (laughs) stop yeah see like the other one where I read he said you're so wet and it took everything in me not to burst out laughing like do people know how vaginas work like yes they get wet but like (sighs) if it is Oh my god, good morning, monkey. My cat woke up from a nap. Finally, it's 4.59 p.m. Good morning. Oh, to be a cat. Hi, come here. Oh, to be a cat that gets to sleep all day. I do feel like I would be a cat if I was any animal. Oh, the smell of my cat. Like, she smells like corn chips. Do you want to say hi, monkey? Let's see if she will. Okay. No, she doesn't want to. I tried to hold her up for you. That was her saying goodbye. But vaginas are not that, like, thick and creamy. And if they are, go to the fucking doctor. You know what I'm saying? Something. I'm, like, pretty much out of host stories. Like, there's a couple more, and some of them were borderline uh, incestual, and I always ignore those ones, and some were questionable. So I did this for my OnlyFans once. I, like, was naked, and I did the rice purity test. I'm going to do it with you, and I want you to try to keep a track of how many... It's out of 100, okay? So... If you've done a lot of things, just keep track of how many you didn't do and subtract that from 100, okay? I'm going to tell you my score at the end. Some of the questions are stupid, but let's do this. Okay, click on every item you have done. MPS stands for member of preferred sex. Okay. Held hands romantically. Yes. Been on a date. Not that many, but I have. Been in a relationship. Yes. Danced without leaving room for Jesus. Jesus Christ, yeah. Kissed a non-family member. Kissed a non-family member on the lips. Oh, it's getting juicy. French kissed. Yes. Kissed in public. Yes. Kissed on the neck. Yes. <laughs> Just thought about Edward from Twilight. Kissed horizontally. Spicy. Given or received a hickey. Not that many, but yeah. Kissed or been kissed on the breast. <laughs> kissed someone below the belt. Oh, my God. Kissed for... Sorry, I'm not saying... So far, I've done all of these. I haven't been saying I've done them. Kiss for more than two hours consecutively. As a teenager, that was my favorite fucking thing to do in the entire world. And I think I could have nut from that alone. Played a game involving stripping. (laughs) Seen or been seen by another person in a sensual context. I was a stripper. Masturbated. Masturbated to a picture or video. Please. That's all I did at first. Masturbated while someone else was in the room. Yes on a road trip been caught masturbating i have i feel like i have been by a roommate masturbated with an inanimate object toothbrush seen or read pornographic material i filmed it massage or been massaged sexually yes gone through the motions of intercourse while fully dressed you could have just said dry hummed i guess but yeah undressed or been un dressed by an mps member of the preferred sex (laughs) yeah showered with member of the preferred sex yes fondled or had your butt (laughs) cheeks fondled or had your butt cheeks fondled why do they word these so weird fondled or had your breasts fondled yeah fondled or had your genitals fondled this is such weird wording we're only on 29 had or given blue balls (sighs) I feel like it's a myth, but I've heard it's not. But I definitely have given blue balls. I did work at a strip club. 
had or had an orgasm due to someone else's manipulation. Why does that sound sneaky? I guess, yeah. Sent a sexually explicit text or instant message. <laughs> I feel like my grandpa wrote this. Sent or received sexually explicit photographs, yes. Engage in sexually explicit activities over video chat. Um, Omegle, yes. Cheated on a significant other during a relationship. No, I haven't. Purchased contraceptives. Yes. Gave oral sex. <laughs> Received oral sex. Yes. We're only on 39. Ingested someone else's genital secretion. That's the least sexy way anyone could have ever fucking said that. Yeah. Used a sex toy with a partner. Yes. Spent the night with the MPS. <laughs> Keep thinking it's maps, which is totally fucking not right at all. Member of the preferred sex. Yes. Been walked in while engaging in a sexual act. Oh my god, yeah. One time. I'm so sorry, Alex. Kicked a roommate out to commit a sexual act. Of course. Ingested alcohol in a non-religious context. <laughs> yeah. Played a drinking game. Beer pong. Been drunk? Yes. Fake sobriety to parents or teachers. One time in a dance class and I had acro and I was so fucking dizzy. Had severe memory loss due to alcohol. I guess that means blacked out. Yeah. Used tobacco. My vape is right next to me. Used marijuana. <laughs> I don't like how these are worded. Used a drug stronger than marijuana. Yeah. Used methamphetamine, crack cocaine, PCP, horse tranquilizers, or heroin. Damn. Yeah. Ketamine. Been sent to the office of a principal dean or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Alex is calling me back. I, I was calling people for... Uh, hi. Hello. You're, I'm filming my podcast, but I was just talking about that time you walked in on me having sex. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in public. <laughs> okay, I love you. Bye. Anyways. Been put on disciplinary probation or suspended. I never have, actually. Urinated in public. I've been a drunk girl. Of course I have. Gone skinny dipping? Yes. Gone shrieking? Yes. I'm from Florida. Seen a stripper? <laughs> a couple times. Had the police called on you? Yes. When I stole from a store at Universal. Run from the police uh, in a car. Does that count? I guess technically, yeah, I have ran while TPing someone's house. Had the police question you? Yes. <laughs> Had the police handcuff you? I don't, I was very drunk when this happened. Oh, yeah, I did in Vegas one time. We got in trouble for doing drugs in the bathroom, but I never went to jail. Been arrested? No. Been convicted of a crime? No. Been convicted of a felony? No. Convicted an act of vandalism? Yes. Had sexual intercourse? Yes. Had sexual intercourse three or more times in one night? Yeah. Question mark. Oh, it's for 69. Yeah, 69. Hold on. Let me check that off. That's funny. Had sexual intercourse 10 or more times in my life? Yeah. Had sexual intercourse in four or more positions at one time? Probably. Had sexual intercourse with a stranger or person you met within 24 hours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had sexual intercourse in a motor vehicle? Yes. Had sexual intercourse outdoors? Yes. Excuse me. Had sexual intercourse in public. Uh, yeah, in Florida at this park. In the woods. Had sexual intercourse in a swimming pool or hot tub. Yes, and water is not lube. Don't fucking do that. 
had sexual intercourse in bed not in a bed not belonging to you or your partner yes wait have i yes i have my friend's bed had sexual intercourse while you or your partner's parents were in the same home yeah sorry mom don't listen had sexual intercourse with non with a non-participating third party in the same room yeah in college (laughs) join the mile high club no i don't understand how people do that i guess if you have like a private jet but like why the fuck are you having sex on a private jet i guess like how are you having sex on a plane like seriously that just reminds me of the movie snake on a plane participated in a booty call yeah Traveled a hundred or more miles for the primary purpose of sexual intercourse. This is hard. I'm going to say yes, but for work I have. Never just to fuck someone, but for work, yeah. Had sexual intercourse with a partner with three or more year age difference. <laughs> yeah. 84. Had, we're almost done. We're almost done. Had sexual intercourse with a virgin when I was also a virgin. Yes, I did. Had sexual intercourse without a condom. Yeah. Had, had an STI do, oh wait, had an STI test due to reasonable suspicion, yes. Had an STI, yes, gonorrhea, twice. Had a threesome, yes. Attended an orgy, yes. Had two or, well, does four people count as, as an orgy or is that a foursome? I would say that's an orgy, right? Oh, and I have attended an orgy, I'm dumb, okay. Had two or more distinct acts of sexual intercourse with two or more people within 24 hours. <laughs> Yes, why? This feels like I'm taking a test. 91. Had sexual intercourse with five or more partners. Yeah. Been photographed or filmed during sexual intercourse. Uh, look at my, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Had period sex? Yes, it's love spell. Do it. Had anal sex? <sighs> Here's the thing. Was it successful? No. Did I do it? Yeah. Had a pregnancy scare? Uh, kind of, but not really. When I was really young, I used to think getting fingered made you pregnant. I had severe pregnancy anxiety growing up. I'm not really fucking sure why, but I did have a pregnancy scare when I was like 17. Thank God for plan B. Also, Alex, the girl who just called me back, was my best friend in high school, and she bought me plan B one time because I did not have $50, so thank you, Alex. Shout out. Impregnated someone or been impregnated? No. Paid or been paid for a sexual act? Yes. Committed an act of voyeurism. Yeah. Committed an act of incest. What? Engaged in bestiality. <laughs> no. Okay. Now, calculate my score. Anyone who took this with me? Oh, my score is nine. Is that good? Or bad? I'm not really sure. I actually don't know what I wanted to achieve with that, but I don't know if that's worse or better than it used to be. Nine feels like I passed. I guess nine things I haven't done on that list. And I'm happy to not do bestiality. What the fuck was that? Anyways, I guess I have nothing else more to say. So, hope you have a good day. I feel like I can hear myself breathing. It's so much better when I have someone else with me. But, goodbye. Try masturbating. How we talked about, okay? Update me. If you DM me, I will read it. So, tell me how it went. Also, I hope you have a good day. Goodbye.